Welcome to the Love is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to the Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So, If you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love Is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about not so seriously, solo Agnian episodes with yours truly, and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the biz in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right but haven't yet found Mr. Right? then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate because love is coming for you, baby, in more ways than one. Hello, my chickens. Welcome back. Now, if there is one topic that is getting a lot of airtime in my DMs at the moment, it is dating whilst in lockdown. So Drizzly January was hardly known for its sex appeal pre-COVID, was it? But with everything that's going on in the world right now, um, the question is really, you know, should single people just hunker down and re-emerge into the dating arena come spring? Or is now a better time than ever to bag yourself a paddleboard in time for Valentine's Day? And if so, how do you go about doing so? So I'm getting a lot of people messaging me on Instagram and connecting with me in the new social media app Clubhouse. By the way, if you haven't checked that out, please go and check it out. In fact, while we're on that topic... So basically Clubhouse, um, I've only been on it really properly the last week and it is, it's really interesting. It is like a, uh, it's like an interactive podcast. So you get to like, there's like different rooms on different topics and you get to start a room if you want and then you can um, invite people to join and people can ask you questions and it's just a conversation. It's audio only so you can look like shit and it doesn't matter And so what I decided to do, because I get so many people writing to me about my podcast, about these uh, podcast episodes with questions or just comments, and I just don't have time to um, reply to them all. So every Wednesday at 6pm UK time, I'm hosting a room in the Clubhouse app called Love is Coming Club. And we discuss the topic of whatever was on the podcast the day before. So for example, this is, this episode is going to be coming out um, on the 26th of January. So tomorrow, on the 27th of January on Wednesday, we will be discussing it in the in my Clubhouse room, Love is, um, Love is Coming Club. So please do come along and I can actually hear from you directly. If you've got any questions, I can give you, you know, bespoke advice. And it's just a really nice way to connect with one another. So that was just a little side digression. In fact, I need to just mention that at the moment, at the time of recording, you can only get in because they're slowly rolling out the apps. You can only get into it if you have an iPhone and if you have an invite. But Invites are going around, like more and more people are giving, um, the the clubhouse people seem to be giving out more invites. So if you haven't got one yet, I just recommend you putting on your Facebook or messaging friends and saying, has anyone got a spare clubhouse invite? And I guarantee, well, I can't guarantee, but I'm sure that at least you will get one. I didn't think I was going to get in and, you know, then people start offering them out. So just, just put it out there that you're looking for one and I'm sure someone will give one to you. So that was a big digression. Um, but yeah, come come along to Clubhouse. So 
So today what we're talking about, how to successfully date during COVID, because contrary to what people are saying, um, that, you know, this is a, it's, the COVID has been awful for um, people's love lives. I actually beg to differ. And I'm not just saying this from my opinion, because I have, I've never worked so hard as I have in the last month, because I've never been so inundated with messages. Um, Obviously, the, the, Dating game has changed quite significantly. And I believe, um, actually, no, I know that it's for the better if you choose to invest some time and energy into understanding and learning about why this is such a good time to be dating. And I'm going to be sharing about that. And also how you need to show up in this current context that we're in so that you're dating more effectively. You know, my my mission is to support women to get and sustain great relationships, not just sort of average ones, um, not just sort of flash in the, fl- 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 can't speak today, flash in the pan flings. Try saying that fast. Flash in the plan, flash, <laughs> flash in the pan flings. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? Um, So if you were listening and that's where you are, you're like, no, I want to attract a healthy, soulful, lasting relationship, which is not easy to do in the modern world unless you know some very, very important things that I am going to be sharing today. So that's enough of a preamble. I haven't really, I'm a bit all over the place today, as you can probably tell. (laughs) I need some more coffee. It is currently 10 to noon and I feel like I've already had like a full day. Um, Anyway, let's get into the meat of the podcast. If you are someone who has been single for a while and you want to get back in the saddle, so to speak, the dating saddle, or you are totally clueless about dating during COVID, or you want to inject some spice and some romance into these wintry, drizzly January and February months, then this episode is absolutely 100% for you. And in it, I'm going to be sharing three crucial tips for attracting the right COVID romance, very important, how to use lockdown to your favor when dating, and to bubble or not to bubble. (laughs) That is the question. Whenever I see the word bubble, all I think of is Michael Buble. (laughs) I was talking about social bubbles, and I'm just thinking of Michael Buble, who I only often think about once a year, and that is at Christmas time. Anyway, I digress again. Let's dive in. Okay, so three crucial tips for attracting the right COVID romance. So as I've already said, this the good thing about what um, the insanity of the last year has done is if you have taken um, if you have taken the time to which I think we've had we've all had so much time to start thinking about, you know, what is important to me in my life in general? Um, and more specifically, like what is important to me in terms of a relationship? Like what are the qualities of a relationship that are really important? And you may have been one of the, like many of the women I've worked with over the last year, that the way that you've come to realize what's important to you in both a relationship and in a partner is because you've either dated people or been in a relationship during lockdown where those qualities just did not exist. So you may have realized sort of by, um, I don't know if by default is the right word, but because you, those qualities just were, you, you were basically experiencing the opposite. So for example, maybe you, you were dating someone who was really flaky, really hot and cold, or you were in a relationship with someone, maybe boobleying, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it, bubbling, boobleying with someone who was really controlling or just did not contribute to chores in the house or, you know, all of these things that don't sound particularly exciting. 
but actually really important. And you might have realized, God, you know what is important to me? Um, this actually touches a bit on, it feels uh, another digression, but a significant one is the five love languages. So if you don't know what that is, it's a book by, oh, bloody hell, gone completely blank. Can't remember. Go look up the five love languages on Amazon. It's one of the top selling relationship books like in, of all time. And the five love languages are basically how we um, desire to be loved and how we give love. And we each have around two predominant ones. So they are acts of service. So that might be things like, you know, driving you somewhere, making you a cup of tea, making you dinner, doing the washing up, those sort of things. Um, so is that something that you really appreciate your partner doing? Um, and is that how, is that what you tend to do to express your love? Then there are gifts, says, does what it says on the tin. Um, words of affirmation. So is it really important to you to be told nice things by the person you're dating? Um, is that how you express love? Uh, quality time, that is one of mine. Um, so that kind of, again, pretty self-explanatory, spending time with someone doing really lovely things with them, that's really important to you. And physical touch, which is my other one. Um, Joe's, Joey Wilderness and myself, we're very like, why it's, I've never once doubted how Joe feels about me. Is that because we have the same love languages? It's really, that part of our relationship is so easy. You know, we're both very tactile with each other and we just love hanging out. Um, in my last relationship, we had totally different love languages. And it doesn't mean that the love wasn't there, but it wasn't getting expressed in the same way. And that's why we kind of headbutted a lot. So that is one thing I want you to think about over the last year. And it doesn't matter if you've been dating someone or you've been single that whole time. You will have probably, if you've been single and not dating in that time, think like, what out of those things did you crave the most? Did you just want to hang out with someone? Did you miss being touched? Did you miss being told like, it's all going to be okay, you're wonderful? Did you miss um, someone making dinner for you or helping you around the house? Like, what were the things that you you missed? Those are going to be your love languages. Those are going to be the things that are really, really significant to you. And from that, when you've got those, the, the two most important ones down, you can look at that and go like, okay, let's expand on that. So, so what qualities are important? Generosity, um, someone who is lighthearted and, and fun, um, someone who's adventurous, someone who is really kind, you know, what are the key qualities in the person? And, and what about the relationship? So do you want the relationship to feel relaxed? Do you want to, it to feel like, do you want to be with someone who is like really, really focused, high achiever? Like for me, I, because I am that so strongly, I actually realized like Joe works really hard when he works. Um, and he's not working at the moment. He starts a new film job, um, in next month, but I, I have to say, it's really nice being with someone who's, he's so chilled out when he's not working. And it's just what I need because I, like, when I finish work, I just want to switch off and relax and watch a movie, watch Netflix. And um, he is just my, like, oh, he's just my off switch, <laughs> really. And so it's not always, you know, they say opposites attract. And I, I always say, well, they say in Asia, this, this expression, which you may have heard, same, same, but different. And I believe that's so important so important in a relationship. You have enough of the similarities that, you know, you have stuff in common and you resonate with another and you make sense to another, but enough differences that it keeps it spicy and that, you know, you can be strong where the other person is is weaker and vice versa. 
So that is what I believe makes a really strong team. So when you think about, okay, we're, we're in lockdown, let's be honest, we're probably going to be in lockdown for quite some time. Um, and you absolutely can be dating. And I will come back to that shortly about how. Um, how actually, let me just see, am I going to, no, that's not going to conquer next. So I want you to be really clear on what are the most important qualities in a partner and relationship. And I want you to write them down. And the next thing is, so that's the first tip is getting clear on the qualities. The second thing is communicating that if you have a dating profile. So for example, Hinge is a really good place because you've got those little prompts and you can pick, I think you can pick what the prompts you are and you, what you want to have is like playful, but you at the same time are communicating what's important to you and what that does. And, you, and so many women say, oh, but that <clears throat> if I say that, you know, I'm looking for a relationship that's going to put someone off. But if you can say it in a way that is like looking for something serious with someone not serious or something, you know, something like that, that was a bit naff, but you get the idea and, you know, winky face. Um, what you're, what you're doing that is you are, uh, you are qualifying people to get in touch. So even though you might have less people getting in touch, think of it like a business. When they say business leads, you want the right kind of people. You don't want time wasters who are just looking for, you know, a bonking and bouncing. That is not going to work for you if what you want is a really healthy relationship. So say, so do say that in your profile, but look at a way to communicate it in quite a playful way. And you can just literally play around with it. So write that down. Looking for something serious with some with someone who doesn't take themselves seriously, something like that. And then look at versions of that. If, if that's what you want, maybe you want to be with someone who is, who is super serious. What I wanted was like, and I want, I want a serious committed relationship, but I want the relationship to feel really fun and playful and easy. And that is exactly what I've got. It doesn't mean we haven't had our challenges and don't continue to, but they, it gets easier every year. Um, there's always, again, another digression here, and I will be doing more podcasts on this in the future because so many women have been messaging me about this. It's like, you know, I basically I've got a mastermind coaching experience, which is for women who are who have worked with me one to one. It's the only way that you can get into it. I don't have a enrollment page. I don't have anything up online. It is per, it is um, it is purely through the connections I've made and and whether I feel those women are a good fit because like to work with me on an ongoing basis one to one, but also you know, the dynamic of the group and, and the success of that group is, I mean, all three of them from being in there for a matter of weeks and now, you know, two of them are in relationships and one of them is just on having a gorgeous holiday fling at the moment, which is, you know, she's, um, she's in Antigua and it's just, you know, what the doctor ordered. Um, another digression here that I wasn't expecting to say, but I, there is nothing wrong. So, so whilst I help women, you know, get you in a position to attract a healthy, soulful, lasting relationship. There is nothing wrong with wanting to have a fling. If that's honestly what you want, everyone's in a different place in their life, but you just have to be honest with yourself about what it is you want. There are different seasons, like, and especially if you've come out of a relationship and you've, you've, you know, you've been by yourself for like three to six months, whatever it is, you know, a good six months. And you're like, I know I'm not ready for a serious relationship, but I just want to have, and it, usually this is in summer, isn't it? I just want to have something fun. And as long as you communicate that with the person, sometimes you can do that and it ends up becoming something serious, but you just have to be honest. And that's same, like if you have a dating profile at the moment, um, 
be honest about what you want and don't worry about freaking guys out or women. Don't worry about that because you will only freak out and deter the wrong people. And I promise you, you're going to waste, you're going to save yourself so much time because otherwise what happens is you think, well, I'm going to do it as a numbers game and I'm not going to, I'm going to just say, you know, I'm just up to have a good time and see where it goes. It's like, no, you don't want to see where it goes. You want a relationship. So the guys who are like, I'm just wanting a bit of fun. So they see that and they're like, perfect. It's a fit because that's what you have projected. They think it's a fit and it's not actually a fit. You get romantically enmeshed with them. And then guess what happens? They start ghosting you when it starts becoming obvious that you want something serious and you blame them for it and you put yourself in victim mentality and it isn't their fault, it's your fault for not just being fucking honest in the first place about what you wanted. So that's a little bit of a, um, what's the word? I don't know, slap around the face, kick in the bum. That's what I mean, not slap around the face, that's a bit aggressive for a... um, for a Tuesday, uh, when you will be hopefully listening to this. So anyway, what's the other thing in this section? Ask key questions early. So this is the third crucial tip for attracting the right COVID romance. Ask key questions early. This is something we go deep into in, uh, in my program, Get Your Soulmate and the Get Your Soulmate Accelerator. And where I teach you exactly how to do that. So what I mean by asking key questions is just what it says on the tin, like, and we kind of already touched on, like, you need to know what this person actually wants. You need to know when their last relationship was. You need to know uh, kind of where their, their head is at. Now, I don't have time to to go uh, into today um, exactly how to do that in a really breezy graceful, sexy way, because believe it or not, there is a way to do that in a way that makes you just kind of irresistible and completely in your power. Because yeah, there's a whole strategy around that. But what you need to know is just don't dumb yourself down. Don't hide. Like, like, okay, what want you to do right now? If you've got a notebook and pen in front of you, and if not, go and get one. Um, Write down like what you genuinely would want to know. What do you like genuinely? What would you want to know? if you just start started dating someone and when you've got those questions you probably would look at them and go god I could never ask that on a first date guess what you absolutely need to know the answers to that and the reason that that feels so scary to you to ask those questions is because you have not done the work around your well not enough work around how much you value yourself how much you respect yourself because let me tell you as a woman who didn't used to respect or value herself at all, and now does very much so, um, I, I, you know, my biggest resource is my time, and it is very. Um, I don't, I don't have enough. I was just on my mastermind with my my coach and um, peers earlier. And we were just talking about how much we just wish we could clone ourselves because, you know, the further you get on in in, in your career and just in life, like more responsibilities, um, more the more successful you get, the more people want to work you and have your time. Like you just don't have time to like you just feel like I wish I had like 12 versions of myself. Um, and And so if I was single again now, I respect myself way too much. If I if I was single, okay, if Joe wasn't there and I was like, right, I'm single and I know that I'm ready for and want a relationship, I'm not going to be fucking around with, I've got to stop swearing. I'm really not supposed to swear in these episodes. I'm not going to be messing around with guys who 
um, who just want to, you know, bonk and bounce. Why would I, why would I bother? Why would I put myself through that? It's just like, it's a way, it's just an unnecessary headache. And so I would be in the same way as if I'm speaking to a client, if if I have women who want to work with me one-to-one, um, I'm very clear from the outset about what my price is. Now, that's not what a lot of entrepreneurs won't do that. And and I didn't used to. And now I'm like, I'm not going to try and sell you my value. This is what this is what it costs to work with me. It either works for you or it doesn't. And it's as simple as that. And And if it doesn't work for you, you know, there's other options. I have a load of free stuff. There's other things you can do, but you're not going to have my one-to-one time because this is what, like, I just, I can't serve everyone. It's about compatibility. It's about compatibility. And the irony is when you, the the stronger you can stand in that value, that self-value, that self-worth, you will stand out like a beacon to the right person or people. It's true of business. It's true of romance. It's true of friendship. It's true of everything. You have to know your worth. And, and yeah, that's what I want you to start thinking about. A woman who knows her worth asks the questions and she asks them straight away because she doesn't have time to waste. It's as simple as that. Um, if you want to, I, I think I probably will do a whole other podcast episode on that topic because it is, as you can see, like I've been talking about it for ages and it's such a biggie. And it's a thing that like most of the women um, I come across really just don't understand. And if they know that it's important, they have no idea how to do it. So just at this point, just know that you've got to nail that. It is a skill set and it's one that you absolutely can master. So moving on, um, how to use lockdown to your favor when dating. I think I should have called this how to use lockdown as leverage because I like the alliteration. So the first thing I'd say is, again, Thinking, I want you to start thinking a bit, and this is going to sound so unromantic, but it's exact. Sometimes you need to, you know, of course, in romance, we want to bring the heart along. That's a given. But the issue with so many women, um, and of course, men too, but let I'm focused with women here, it's uh, that they don't bring their head along. And the reason I know that is because that was me. <laughs> that was me all over. You need to bring your head along. Like, you know, so many of the women I work with are smart, intelligent women you know, politicians, really successful actresses, um, musicians, uh, entrepreneurs, they are smart women. But when it comes to their love life, their brain is nowhere to be found. (laughs) Their brain has left the building. And I'm actually so passionate about like, you know, that some of those skills that you use an entrepreneur, you need to bring to your love life. But what happens is so much with those women is they bring the wrong skills. Uh, This is a whole other podcast episode as well, but they bring the wrong skills to their love life. So what they bring is the control and the masculine energy to their love life, but they're not bringing the sort of logic and they're not valuing their time in the same way they do in their career. Um, so one of the things I want you to think of doing is yes, we may be in lockdown. Um, I don't even know if you're allowed to go on social distant walks. I'm so confused with the rules, but, um, with, with straight, not, well, I guess strangers aren't if you're going on a date, but save time through virtual video dates. Because let me tell you, if a guy is weird about that, how do you think he's going to be in a relationship? I remember the guy I dated before Joe, excuse me, I just burped, tried to stifle it, couldn't. Um, the guy I dated before Joe was like, yeah, I, I just don't do phone calls just doesn't yeah and I was like okay and then I just and then I actually said to him do you know what the thing is I 
I've always been like a phone caller. Like I love a phone call. It was when I was growing up because this way before social media, because I was a dinosaur, um, I would, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people resonate with this. Like I would spend six hours on the phone to the guy that I fancied um, or like my new boyfriend. And so, and that was always like such intimate time getting to know the other person. And so like if a guy does that and they're not willing to do a video date, I'm just like, oh, bugger off. Like this is, this is just not going to work. Like it's just not going to work for me because especially with what's going on this year, well, how are we supposed to interact? Like, I don't just want to interact over WhatsApp. I just, that's not going to work for me. So I want you to, and, and it might actually not be the guy that's the issue. It might be you. Oh, I don't, video dates are weird, especially with strangers. Well, get over it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel I'm like clearly in a bit of a like um, bossy, no BS mood today. But get over it, my love, because this is the way the world is right now. Suck it up. And get out of your comfort zone. You you know, the first one is going to be scary. The second one is going to be a bit less scary. And each time you do it, it's going to be less scary. But again, this comes back to showing your self-respect and self-worth. Um, so say you're chatting to a guy on an app and just say, um, you know, you can say something playful along the lines of, this has been great chatting, uh, but I'm a busy lady. How about we take this to a a video session to see if there's chemistry or something like be that direct winky face winky faces are are your friend in dating because you're you're you know and and so also is the expression how about so you're not necessarily um you know you what we want is we do like it's good thing for the man to lead but you also at the same time need to show that you're not just you 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 value your time and you're not just here to have conversations with a stranger for 3 weeks and then never hear from them again their reaction to that question when you've been speaking to them for i mean you know depends how long maybe you've been speaking to them for a couple of days but you've been speaking a lot over the app then throw that out there and if they go silent guess what? You have just saved yourself a lot of time because that person was never going to be a good fit for you. Because again, if a guy is too, he's either catfishing you and he is not who he is purporting to be in his pictures, um, or he's just a bit of a nambi, you know, like just if he's too scared to get on a, a video call. No, like he might, you know, because you can always just say, look, I feel a bit nervous about it. You can be vulnerable. But at the same time, like this is the way of the world now just got to like move with the times because that is the reality. So that's the first thing I want to say. Virtual video dates. So that's the first thing using lockdown to your favor. It means you don't have to give up a whole evening um, with someone who, you know, actually meet them and straight away, you know, that this this is just not a fit energetically. Um, And so you can do that over a 15 minute coffee and you can say that before you meet how about we have a 15 minute coffee because it can always go longer if it's going well but you're basically just sort of you know you're just giving them that hint like I'm not here to sort of waste your time or my time I appreciate this sounds so unromantic but actually when you put these boundaries in place you're actually facilitating the right kind of dynamic I just want to keep reiterating that this is a filtration system people so the second thing that lockdown um you know, leverage for lockdown, whatever the expression might be, is that enables us to have deeper conversations just by way of the context that we all find ourselves in. So I get my clients to say things like, how are you finding Armageddon 2020? What's been your biggest 
uh, as they say, the Kardashians say, your biggest peak and pit. You can use different words, but you know, your biggest high, your biggest low of the last year. Because straight away, you get to see how, you know, instead of just the superficial questions, oh, what do you do? What do you like to do? Go in deeper. You're showing them straight away the level that you are playing at. This is where I am at. If you are not willing to have, like, go to that depth. And listen, even if they're not used to it, and and, and even Joe, when I met him, he wasn't used to the kind of conversations that I was having, but he was like, he liked it. He was like, oh, do you know what? I haven't really been asked that before, but... Yeah, he was up for it. He was here for it. He made an effort. So it doesn't matter if they're not used to it. If they, if you go in and you just own who you are and you own where you're at and what you want, if they are interested in you and if it is a right energetic fit, they will step up and meet you where you are. You, what you do not want to do, and this is what I see women doing all the fucking time. Whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to swear again. We bring ourselves down. We bring ourselves down to the level that they are playing at, which is often just like, I'm just sort of, you know, biding, I'm not biding my time. I'm just sort of filling my time because I'm bored. and I'm not really interested in having a relationship. I'm just, you know, want to get a bit of a kick and have maybe have a bonk, maybe have a bit of phone sex and then do one. Um, you don't want to be attracting those kind of people um, unless you want to. And if that's where you're at, go ahead and have fun. Um, with your sweet self, do that by all means. Just be honest with yourself and be honest with them about about that. Um, and finally, about lockdown, how to use lockdown to your favour. If this is allowed, please go and check the government guidelines because I don't actually know. But once you've had a video date or, or a few video dates and you, if you are in the area, or even if you're not, I've had some clients who um, have, you know, connected with people who live a few hours away um, and they probably wouldn't have been, that probably wouldn't have worked for them before. But with everything that's happened in the last year, that's like not such a big deal anymore. Um, go on a socially distanced outdoor day. If it's nice weather, let's go for a walk. Um, let's, well, probably not picnic in January. <laughs> not if you live in the UK anyway, it's blooming freezing. But get creative. I mean, there's not a lot we can do at the moment beyond a walk that I can think of. But if you've got any ideas, please write them in. Um, it's it's absolutely like, it's absolutely a good thing that this whole experience is forcing us to slow down. I keep saying how um, it's very Jane Austian. It's like we've been reintroduced to the whole courtship idea um, from Jane Austen times. Instead of just jumping into bed straight away, even though I know that there are some people who are being very naughty and still doing that. Um, but it's forcing us to slow down and to get to know someone, which is so much better because you don't get so entangled um, energetically with them and a mesh with them when they're not a right fit for you. You actually kind of scope it out and see whether this is a person that is worth your time and worth letting yourself get emotionally invested in. Um, I was the queen of just jumping into things without ever thinking about them and whether ever considering whether it was a good fit for me. And it just got me into so many scrapes and I just felt so rubbish about myself um, because I wasn't, once again, I wasn't valuing myself or respecting myself. And I just, I'm so passionate about not wanting you to fall into those same traps. Okay, so finally, to buble or not to buble? That is the question. So really, these are just some questions I want you to think about. So you may be dating someone new um, and it's got to that place where, you know, if it was in the normal world, 
you'd either be crossing a threshold into a relationship or you know having sex or whatever it is and obviously with the way the world is now I feel like and again I don't know if this is allowed but if you're allowed to bubble with someone so I think is that you know whether you either move in with them temporarily which or or you just you're only seeing each other again please like check out whether this is allowed it might not be but this might be something to think about for later months so I would suggest not moving in with someone if you if it's possible for you to keep your house and then or flat and them to do that and you just go over a few times a week or vice versa if it's just you and each other if that is allowed because what I've seen so and I've coached so many women over the last year who jumped into living together because of the situation I totally understand why they did, they did that too soon and it, they weren't ready and the whole thing imploded so remember slowly steady slow and steady um Cats, is it? Slowly, slowly catching monkey. So these are the questions you need to think about. Firstly, would you, do you feel like you want to be in a relationship with this person? Like, and, and having those conversations with them, you know, that is something to bear in mind. Because if you think about it, if you bubble with someone and you don't really want anything beyond that, then you're kind of potentially jacking yourself in for, for future uh, romances. Um, so you need to know what what are the terms if you're bublaying what are the terms what are the boundaries like for you and for them how long are you going to be bubbling for if you're going to move if you are going to move in with them if you just do it open ended that is where i see people really getting them sorry really getting themselves into scrapes so you just need to discuss this like if you're if you're talking about it okay so what's important to you what what's important to me? How long would we be doing this for? Should we have a trial period and see how it goes? Uh, what's the deal with sex? Where do you stand on sex? Where do I stand on sex? Are you um, speaking to anyone else at the moment? Or is, are we exclusively seeing each other? Like, I don't want to be boobling with you if you're also like sleeping with other people. Um, that's going to spread the virus firstly. And, and even if there was no virus, that just doesn't feel good. Um, I've already asked that. What is your long-term desire for this dynamic? Just being upfront about that. And it might be, listen, I really like you. I really like how this is going. I do desire a long-term relationship. It's too soon for me to say whether this is going to be a right fit. So I just want to go slowly and see what the, you know, see how compatible we are. So that's a way of being relaxed about it, but also being firm about like, this is where, this is where I'm at and this is what I want. Communicating all of this, this is hands down the thing that women um, I I coach or that follow me struggle with the most, is they start getting clear about what they want. Um, they even start valuing themselves, but not enough that they can actually communicate with the other person because they're scared they're going to run a mile. And just remember, if they're going to run a mile, they were always going to run a mile. Better to know sooner rather than later. It's also key when you're boobling, whatever that boobling might look like, that you give each other space. So Joe and I live together. We've moved to our new house in the countryside, outside of just outside of London. Um, I ha- I'm very fortunate. I've got my own little office here, which I really needed. So, and I'm working a lot in the day. So just by proxy, like I don't know if that's the word, but we the right word. But we, you know, we're not spending every waking minute with someone. Um, he can go off on a walk sometimes by himself. Um, he can go into the village and do some shopping or whatever it is. You know, we're not spending every waking moment with one another. So I feel like at the end of the day, I can sit down with him and, you know, he can say, oh, what have you been up to today? How's it been? And we actually have something to talk about. 
So it's it's imperative that you give each other space how and when you can. So my darlings, that's been quite a lot that I've shared there with you. Um, so I think I will leave it there. I don't want to overwhelm you with any more. I think what's come up there that I wasn't really expecting to be the main theme of how to successfully date during COVID is really no... Um, well, no, it's not that it's no different. I think it's even more important now than ever that we that we own what we want and that we respect ourselves to ask for it and to communicate it. And we respect the other person because, you know, whilst I see so many women complaining about being ghosted and treated badly, I'm like, well, how was the guy ever to know? You, he's not a mind reader. You just assumed that he wanted what you wanted at the beginning. You never thought to ask him. And that's not okay. And it's the same with COVID. We all are different people. We're in different places in our life. We want different things. So, you know, you've just got to be brave enough to communicate it. Um, Anyway, my darlings, if you want some more support with that, please come and join my free Facebook group, The Love Hub, um, where I will pop, I pop into and do take questions. I'm doing that again, as I said, on Clubhouse. Um, Come tomorrow and on every Wednesday, 6 p.m., Love is Coming Club with Persia Lawson. Um, And you can ask me your questions about any of the things that I've shared today, and I can give you bespoke advice and coaching around that. Um, I have to say that that Clubhouse is like as much as I love my Facebook group, Clubhouse is almost even better because I love I love hearing people's voices. It's really special. In fact, I'm about to run a Clubhouse now um, with a friend. So another one I'm doing is every Thursday, 1230 with my dear friend Lucy Keevney, who is a transformational relationship um coach who specializes in divorce and breakups, which there's been a lot of over the last year. So if you were there, you need to come and connect with me and Lucy um, and we will support you. So right, darlings, I hope this has been helpful. Please do come and let me know whether in Clubhouse, the Facebook Love Hub, my Instagram at Persia Lawson, what of these tips resonated for you the most and why and how you plan on implementing that tip. So my darlings, if there is one thing that I would love you to take away from this episode, it is that COVID does not have to be the breaking of your love life as it has been um, for so many people over the last year. It really can be the making of it. I really believe that. I've seen it for hundreds of women over the last year. It's been transformational. So this is your time. Make the decision to commit to you. And I promise that the romantic relationship that you really desire and deserve will follow when the time is right. So that's about all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll speak to you very soon. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I really do hope these episodes help you find dates that become mates and flings that become things with men who are ready, willing and able to actually commit. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe and leave me a review if you're getting value from these episodes. This helps the podcast rank higher so it can reach other people who want or need the support. To have your question answered, send it over to podcast at persialawson.com and we'll get to it ASAP. And if you want to learn how to court consciously during COVID and call in the healthy, happy relationship you desire and deserve, don't forget to download my free audio training called The Fastest Way to Meet Your Soulmate over at getyoursoulmate.com forward slash free training. The link is also in the show notes for this podcast episode. See you next week, gorgeous. I release a new episode every Tuesday. 
But until then, remember, love is coming for you. So surrender to the festival that is life on planet Earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you, including your soulmate. <laughs>